Revolution Laundry. The self-service 18kg Revolution Laundry machine can wash and dry your bedding, curtains, outdoor furniture, throws, car covers or mats for as little as 10 euro. We are located all across Ireland in mainly large supermarkets and foreports. Find your nearest Revolution Laundry machine on our website www.revolutionlaundry.ie Don't miss out on our Facebook giveaway to win a week worth of free washing. Revolution Laundry is partnered with Tesco, Circle K, Supervalue, Apple Green and Independent Sites. Our machines are for domestic use only. Hi, Jim McCausland here, presenter of the Business R Show on Ross FM. Just dropping by to let you know the Business R Show airs every Thursday from 5pm to 6pm on Ross FM 94.6. To listen in, visit rossfm.ie forward slash live or download my weekly podcast from anchor.fm forward slash the Business R Show. Text your questions and comments to 083-85-99748 or info at rossfm.ie. The Business R Show, supporting local and international business through local radio. Hello and welcome to the Business Show on Ross FM with me, Jim McCausland. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Eddie Ran, Marketing Director at Best Drive by Continental. Hi, Eddie, and welcome to the show today. Thanks, Jim. Delighted to be here. Eddie, just as we're starting, can you tell our listeners that mightn't be familiar about Best Drive by Continental? Can you tell me who you are and what you are about? Certainly. Um, Best Drive by Continental, I suppose, we have been abbreviated to Best Drive at this stage. We were formerly known as Advanced Pit Stop uh, across the country, uh, and we, we did a major rebrand uh, towards the end of 2019. And we, we moved to Best Drive by Continental, which is a, a European brand name for, for ourselves, uh, so that Continental, who own us, they're 100% shareholders of ourselves, want to have a unique brand across, across Europe. So... Ireland was the first of the of the places to get converted. And how did you identify Roscommon as a location to open a site? Um, I suppose from a strategic planning perspective, we, we look at, I suppose, where we have, you know, black, black marks on the map. Uh, we look at where there's a lot of uh, population, uh, car travelling population particularly. Uh, so some parts of it is quite scientific. Uh, where we do look at the census and say, you know, what what's the number of chimney pots in a particular town? Uh, what how many competitors would there be in the town? Uh, and I suppose based off that, we end up with a, a short list of about I think we have about fourteen locations where we currently are trying to find somewhere. It's not that easy to find it, believe it or not, even in these times, uh, because we're looking for a particular sized outlet. Uh, and we're looking for one that's what we call near to retail, so that when people drop their car, they can, you know, walk uptown and, and go to get a shop, coffee or go shopping or, or do something like that. So Roscommon ticked a lot of boxes. Uh, we already had a lot of business here uh, because we have a lot of major fleets who deal with us, you know, on post, uh, the ESB, the National Ambulance Service. Um, so people like that who have vehicles around here, uh, we're happy when we said, look, we'd identified here as, as a unique opportunity to, to expand our, our, our empire. So Lost Common is the 30th branch we have now. 
So you, you have 30 branches across Ireland. Okay. Is that in Northern Ireland too or just no, in the we're Republic? we're currently only in the 26 counties. Uh, it's not that we haven't looked at the North, just nothing suitable has come up. But our main plan is to, I suppose, try to get to, I suppose, 35, 36. So a growth of maybe five or six more in the next two years would be kind of part of the strategic plan. As I yeah. say, easy put it in the plan, rather a bit more difficult to deliver on it, as you well know. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, Best Drive recently opened in Roscommon Town. Ross FM would like to wish you and the staff every success. When exactly did you open? We opened in February, uh, February this year, so in the middle of, uh, I suppose, the, the month before COVID hit the country, uh, which to, I suppose was, was troublesome in one sense, but we, we had taken over the building uh, about three or four months before that. And as people who you know may have recognised driving up and down Lanesborough Street, uh, the change in in look and appearance for what's there now versus what was there uh, took some length of time to to reconstruct and refurbish. Uh, so we've done all that, and our landlord was very very helpful to us. Um, so I suppose from from February onwards, uh, we 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 knew we'd be able to launch. So we then did our local advertising and said, look, from the middle of February, we'll, I think it was the twenty second of February was the actual date. Uh, so we advised all of our fleets. Uh, we we have a very big customer database. Um, someone who would already be dealing with our branch in that loan to tell them that Roscommon was coming on board, uh, and then obviously recruitment is is probably one of the the harder things to do at the moment is trying to find skilled people uh, who want to work in a particular location. Uh, and we were we were lucky that we we had Robert on board in our at loan branch, so he came along to to manage it. And then we have three other staff which were new positions. So it, it's it's a good news story for, for the town that there's four new jobs. Uh, and obviously, you know, we, 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 we hired lots of other people to, to do various tasks, you know, plumbing, electricity, lighting, things like that. Yeah. You touched upon the subject that it's a skilled job, and it is. You can't yeah. just take anyone and yeah. say, go and fix a car. Yeah. <laughs> um, in small population centres like Roscommon and that, is it difficult to recruit people for those kind of jobs? Yes, I suppose yes, or, or you can be lucky and it becomes becomes a no, because if you're looking for someone that might be working somewhere that wants to travel home, that wants to, you know, it's from Roscommon, here's an opportunity to, to, to actually get home. Uh, and sometimes you can be lucky with that. Sometimes, you know, we take people from competitors because they like you know our overall package for for you know a career uh, because we want people to have careers with us and as i said earlier that you know we have growth patterns for our company um, and that someone that joins us now maybe as a tire fitter which is you know uh, the the least of the skilled things but still needs to be done properly from a health and safety perspective um you know that someone comes in as a tire fitter can subsequently we have our own training center so we, we want to make sure that the people that, that join us, we develop them as individuals, uh, both in competency uh, for answering the phone, dealing with customers, and also then on the technical side where we have our own master technician who's our training manager. Uh, our own training centre is in, is in Thurless. Uh, and we, we, we reward people for, for developing their skills with us. So that could be you know on brake training, on suspension, on diagnostics. We have a range of courses that we bring people in and we say, look, if you're better with this than, than you were, then you're, you're developing and that's going to be easier for them to look after our customers properly. And that's what we want. We want 
as you say, skilled. But skilled could be someone answering the phone, someone being respectful to people, mm -hmm. saying, I yep. want to look at your car is probably the second biggest purchase you're ever going to make. So we don't want people to think, God, they're showing no respect to my car because that that serves no purpose. In, in any business, as yeah. you well know. So you talk about the different courses you offer. Mm. Obviously, you must have some kind of apprenticeship scheme that you do. Yeah, uh, we're, we're very lucky with apprentices. Um, we currently have about 19. We have, we have a total workforce of about 220. Uh, and we have 19 apprentices at the moment, uh, two of which are female, which is mm -hmm. very good. Uh, and they're really good, really enthusiastic girls who are one of them in Cavan. Uh, and the other one is in Ballina. And I suppose, you know, it's not normally a career that we see females coming into, but the ones that are coming in, I'll tell you, are, are really bright and really smart and really capable. Um, so we, we, we foster the apprenticeship program um, because it's a, it's a great starting place for, and, and we occasionally go to schools and, and, you know, I've done one or two sessions in schools where, you know, you're trying to educate, transition your people about you know, what they're going to do in the future. Uh, and, and some of it is trying to get into an industry like ours, whether it's on the head office side from administration or at the front end where, where the customers come in. And, you know, the apprenticeships, we, we've, I suppose, I think one or two of our managers now across the 30 branches started off in one of the FOSS schemes that we would have run. So mm -hmm. that's really the, the full progression of came in at the bottom and they're now running a branch. And if you took someone, say, from finishing school, how long would it be before they were a fully qualified mechanic? Uh, I think, well, through the through the to the, the schemes that are running at the moment, I think there are, it's about a three-year program is, is the technical competency. Uh, so, like, we support them with that where they, they might be with us for 10 weeks and then they're gone off to one of the uh, Solus, I think is the current name of the scheme, uh, where they go somewhere for, for 10 weeks for, for tutoring. Um, and then they come back to us and they're obviously being paid in the interim. So I think three years is probably the minimum that you can do. But we that's for a fully qualified mechanic. We also have things like fast fit mechanics where we're teaching people how to do you know, tire fitting, how to do brakes, how to do things like that. And then it's supervised by a qualified mechanic. So we have a qualified mechanic in every branch so that when we say a car is being serviced, it has to be serviced by someone who's who's fully competent. So we can't take risks with that. So and we yeah. wouldn't. Do you link up at all with schools, say for like transition year where you bring people in and you're talking about fast change mechanics and that there, where you show them the basics of kind of doing stuff? Yeah, we do. Uh, we get approached occasionally by, by schools saying, can we take in you know people from a particular area? Uh, once they have kind of the insurance clearance for the school, because mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, accidents do happen. And if you have moving parts and cars and, and a lot of you know weight, you can have damage fingers and hands quite easy uh, if you're not if you don't know what you're doing uh, I suppose you know we, in general we we probably would take in I'd say probably five a year just across various areas uh, because it does take a lot of time to make sure what they're doing is right and you can't leave them on their own you know mm -hmm. I mean you don't want someone to come in and just be cleaning the floor that's that's not doing them any good and you know it's serving no purpose for for their future development so we want to get someone in we, we run a wholesale division as well. So, you know, this this warehouse would have maybe 20,000 tires and like it's like a factory. So everything is in has to be in the right place or else you don't find it. 
and lots of the I suppose the the transition people like that because you know there's there's lots of tires and the smell of rubber and things like that and it's just it's enormous and just being in there and trying to find things it's great and they're you know it's it's physical so you you wouldn't want to be going in there and and it'd be like going to GA training I suspect you know <laughs> you, you come home a tired pixie you know, that was, yeah. that's good to hear my Eddie um Public transport in rural Ireland mm. really doesn't exist. So people in rural Ireland really depend upon their cars. Yeah. And if something goes wrong with their car, you could be off work for a couple of days uh, because you've no other way of getting to work. What kind of length of waiting time is there for booking into your centres on average? Uh, well, I suppose if, if people have emergencies, we'd ask people to, to ring the branch straight away. That's the easiest thing to do because we obviously want, like we feel we're customer centric and that, you know, the customer, you know, our, our legend is, you know, you drive, we care. And, and we want to live up to that where, where possible. So I agree with you that, you know, the, the lack of infrastructure around towns uh, in, in rural Ireland does does cause problems. Um, that's I suppose uh, helps us in one sense because we service cars six days a week so we know that people are time poor we know people are very dependent on their car to get to work so unlike a lot of other you know competitors and there's nothing wrong with having competitors we like good competitors to be honest um, because it means that the market is there and it keeps us on our toes um, we do an awful lot of servicing on a Saturday because people if if there's two people working which you know with, with financial constraints these days if there are two people who can work in a house they usually are working then they can probably survive without one car on a saturday because you know they're doing drop-offs for kids and bringing them to swimming and everything else that they could be going to these days so we do a our booking system which you can do online uh, through bestride.ie uh, you can book you know in advance for your branch on a saturday and once there's space there you know, we can take probably four to five services a day uh, mm-hmm. in in the in the, in branches like Roscommon. Um, some of the bigger branches like Waterford, I think the most we've done, I think we've done 13 services in one day in, in places like Waterford, but we've seven ramps there. So it's a lot easier to do it when you have the space. And, yeah. and as you say, you can drop the car off, then go do your business for a couple mm-hmm. of hours and come back. And we normally ring you when the car is ready because... We like the throughput of cars as well because rather than having the car sitting there either outside or on a ramp, you know, we want to get it back to you as quickly as possible and make sure it's safe and it's, it's, it's tested before it's given back to you. Uh, and then that's fine. And then you can go off and do the rest of your, of your busy yeah. Saturday or busy Friday or whatever. So really there isn't any waiting time? No, really. Its... I suppose you know, if you're making an online booking, we wouldn't allow you to make an online booking tomorrow. And the reason being is that we want to make sure we have the right parts for your car. So if you're booking with a, you know, a Volkswagen Passat, we probably have a lot of the, the you know, the, the filters and, and we obviously would have the oil in each branch. But it's trying to make sure that if you said, look, I want to get a, you know, a wing mirror fixed or something as well, that we have ordered the part and have that in. And it all comes in with your reg on it. So it can't be taken by anybody else. So it means that when your car arrives and it's got a reg of, you know, 191 RN123, well, then we're able to say, well, that's all the parts that's required to service that car. And we can then get it on the ramp and give you an estimate with regard to what time it can be ready at. And some people leave it for the whole day and say, look, I'll collect it on the way home. Mm-hmm. That's just as easy for us to work around as well. But I suppose the good thing with our with our web booking is that when you put your reg in, we'll tell you what the cost is. Because 
we do what's called fixed price servicing. So we don't care the make of car. So whether it's a, a Volkswagen, a Ford, you know, a Maserati, I'm not sure too many Maseratis come into us, but a Porsche. <laughs> We'd say the engine, if it's a two liter engine, it's the same price. Because we go, if it's a two liter engine, then that's what the cost is based off. So from that point of view, having you know people paying premiums because it's a particular brand of car, we kind of feel that's probably a bit unfair in the consumer. We're going, mm-hmm. your car is a car and we can service anything and we have the diagnostics for servicing anything. And that's what we want to get across to, to your listeners. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Each week I ask our guests to pick three tracks of music for us to listen to. What's the first one you have for us, Eddie? Uh, the first one I had was a, a, a Coldplay song called Yellow, but it's the version that Jodie Whittaker, who's the Doctor Who, sings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, my, my daughter uh, had it played at her 21st for her. Uh, which was brilliant, and uh, I, I suppose just I, it brings me back to that night, which was which was a, a lovely evening that we had. So that, that's, uh, that's brilliant. It. That's coming up next. Thank you. Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you, and everything you do. Yeah, they were all yellow. I came along. I wrote a song for you And all the things you do And it was called yellow So then I took my turn Oh, what a thing to have done And it was all yellow
and all the things that you do. Welcome back. I'm joined in studio today by Eddie Rand, marketing director at Best Drive. Eddie, Roscommon is a small town that already has many car and tire service and facilities. What makes Best Drive different? Well, it's true, Jim, that you know Roscommon has has a, a reasonable proportion of of people who are competitors, uh, and there's no issue with that. I suppose what we feel we're going to bring, you know, is is, is a wider range of consumer choice. Uh, we feel that you know, I suppose our brand name is is going to, I suppose, enhance the reputation, uh, because we're in business since you know 1968 through various brand names, but but Best Drive being the more recent one. Um, we're open six days a week, so we feel that we're catering for the consumer. You know, when when they have time to get their car looked at, and not everyone has time from Monday to Friday because they're they're very busy. Some other people, some competitors, don't offer that. Uh, and I suppose you know what we want to do is that if we if we give choice, then the consumer can come try us out, uh, feel you know hopefully to get the service that we want to offer, uh, and that it's professional and competent, and that people will then say, yeah, look, they can see the investment we've made in in the premises. So we have you know everything has been has been refurbished in in Lanesborough Street. So. Uh, whether it's you know TV or coffee or Wi-Fi or whatever it is, we feel that you know we want to be, as I said earlier, customer centric. So, when 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 I look at a branch, I'm going, well, does it have sufficient parking? Does it have you know clean toilets? Does it have clean seats? These are things that I expect my customers to want. They shouldn't have to say, well, I'm only getting some of that. So. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in, in, in a best drive outlet, you will get all of it. And, and therefore, people have a choice and, and hopefully see us as one of their areas for consideration. We're not going to get all the business. And, you know, I, I'm very happy that there are very good competitors in town. And, you know what, maybe we'll sharpen their pencil a little bit and they'll do <laughs> ours occasionally too. But yeah. I think there's there's a lot of, you know, we can coexist. There's no doubt about that. Uh, certainly, as I said, you know, earlier in, in the interview that, when we looked at the statistics for the number of people that, you know, the number of households in Roscommon that have cars, how many have more than one car? Like we go into this because we're owned by Germans in, in such detail, it's unbelievable. So like we didn't pick Roscommon because we needed a branch begin with R. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We picked it because there is enough people here. There's enough chimney pots. There's enough houses. There's enough people traveling that they need someone like us in their portfolio. And I think if people come and try us that, you know, they'll be happy with the service they get, uh, the respectful service. And, you know, we think that we're good value for money. And therefore, you know, I think we can exist and others will exist too. When you talk about being customer centric, your business model, one thing I really love about uh, Get My Car Serviced is when they offer to do a pick up and drop off service mm-hmm. where they pick my car up from my work and they drop it back again. So I'm not having to do anything out of what I normally do in the day. Uh, is that a service that you offer? We, we can offer that on, on a selected basis, Jim. Um, some days, you know, that may not be possible. But obviously, if people contact Robert and say that, look, I can drop the car, can you drop me back to work? And, you know, especially around Roscommon, that's probably a lot easier to do uh, than in some other locations. Uh, it just doesn't become, you know, justifiable to try to do it then because we're leaving some other customers down. But you're right that I think customers are looking for smarter ways uh, of saving themselves time. Uh, you know, I know not everyone wants to do online booking, but 
you know, in, in the good old days, we find that, you know, in December that our Saturday bookings become, you know, they're like hen's teeth because people just want to say, well, I can leave my car in to get serviced in a branch. I can go shopping. I can bring, you know, Christmas shopping, if you're allowed to mention the C word this earlier in the year. But, you know, you can bring the shopping bag, put it in the boot and go off shopping again. And you're not paying for parking or you're doing everything because your car is in town and you're getting two jobs done at the one time. So I think that, you know, Colin you know, collect and drop or whatever is the facility is going to be called. Um, you know, Robert is certainly happy to, to try to do that where possible. But if someone's living, you know, 20 miles out of town, it's probably not going to be that easy to arrange. Eddie, um, if you have an example like a, a family, a couple, and they have two cars and they decide to go off for a holiday for a week and they want to get themselves ahead. They want they know the car needs serviced at, and they're only taking one car with them. Can they book in for a service and leave that their car with you for a week while they're away and collect it when they come back? Absolutely, Jim. Um, I suppose what we try to do is to is to tie in with what the customer, what best suits the customer. So, you know, if they're going away and, and they're happy that, you know, we can service the car and anything else that may need to be done, as long as we, we can keep in contact with them, just in case we find anything, you know, that if there's, say, an issue with brakes or something like that, that we may as well do the whole job rather than, than half the job. But certainly, you know, and in Roscommon, that would certainly wouldn't be an issue. But in most of our branches, we have no problem, as we call it, hoteling the car for overnight or for a couple of nights uh, and, and there's no charge for that because what we're trying to do is to make sure that you know it ties in with your movement and if that means you're back in three or four days or you're gone for a long weekend or whatever it might be and you come back on the bank holiday Monday and you come to us on Tuesday well then that's fine we'll, your car is going to be there it's going to be ready and you know we, we'll have done everything that we agreed with you and I suppose the one thing that we're, we're very comfortable about is that if you book your car for a service and we find something else, we talk to you before we do anything else. We mm-hmm. don't take any liberty to say we're going to do a job on your car without your approval. And that's just respect for the customer to say, if your brakes need changing, we, we'd recommend it. If you decide that that's not the case, well, that that's your call. But we won't change your brake pads or discs without anyone nodding and saying, yeah, look, that's the right thing to do. And please go ahead. So... Eddie, I believe you have a COVID sanitation service that you do. Can you tell me a wee bit about that? Well, I suppose it, it came out before COVID, so we were a little bit ahead of our time. We didn't know COVID was coming along, but we, we have a sanitization service and uh, it's free with all of our full car services. And what it does is that it, it's based on ozone. So we, we put a machine into the car and the ozone is dispersed within the cabin of the car and the car is obviously on so that the air conditioning is actually pulling the ozone through the ducts and it literally, you know, like all good um, medical things, it kills 99.9%. I don't know why it doesn't kill 100, but everything seems to kill 99.9% these days. Um, but it kills it, it kills that, but it, it is registered uh, by the Department of Health now to say that it does kill COVID. Uh, so we're kind of happy that we had it. Um, it. It's called Sanity Systems. And as I say, you can come in and buy it off the street. And I think it's about twenty nine ninety five or something like that for a car. Uh, and there's a lot of people who I suppose... Uh, if, you know, if kids have got sick in the car or something like that, where, you know, that that scent can stay for a long time, particularly if it's got on cloth seats or something like that, or, you know, a wet dog. There's lots of things that leave odours in the car that is hard to live with. 
And this literally eradicates all of that. Uh, and obviously, we, we've we've partnered with with some charities where you know people have respiratory issues, uh, and you know we look after them from from a, a I suppose whether it's a monthly clean for their car, uh, so that you know we can do a bit for a local community where where that makes sense. Uh, but as I say, it's free with a full car service, and you know it's a nice addition now that COVID is there. But we can't take the credit for that now. I must admit, we we did have it before, and it just happens to be working well as a result of COVID. That's about the only thing. I, I don't think people, too many people make money out of COVID, but uh, it, it's killing it, which is the good thing. Yeah, that's great to hear. Eddie, you've launched your business during the COVID pandemic. Mm. How have you found that? Uh, it was a bit of a challenge. I suppose we had started our planning for Roscommon, you know, well before COVID took over Ireland. Um, but... The first, uh, I think I said on some previous interviews I've done, I think the first lockdown, uh, we had 28 branches at the time, and I think we, we, we kept 20 of them open because we were classed as an essential service. As I said, we look after ambulances and on post and people like that. Uh, so we had to keep them on the road. And, and that kind of kept 20 branches reasonably well working. But uh, from lockdown, once the first lockdown ended, which sort of stopped Ireland completely, uh, lockdown two, lockdown three, we've had all of our branches open. Um, retail trade would probably be down 15, 20% compared to a normal year. But our fleet business is down a lot because there's a lot of people who are maybe sales reps, if you use that as an expression, that who are not out on the road, who aren't visiting their customers using their car. So a lot of that fleet business, um, I suppose tires aren't being used, you know, mileage isn't being put up, so therefore car servicing isn't required yet. So it's more a deferment of the transaction rather than it's lost. But now that you can see even in the last two weeks that, you know, when, when lockdown has started to really ease from level five, that the roads are busier and, and people are starting to make contact with their own customers again. So we've seen the last two weeks there's been a noticeable increase in, in our bookings where people now say, well, look, I do need to look after my car because if I don't look after it, it will break down the day I don't want it to break down. And that's whether I'm going to a football match for one of my kids or I'm going to a hospital appointment. It never breaks down when you're two minutes from home. It's it's dark, it's 11 o'clock at night, and I don't know where I am. Um, so what we're trying to do is to help people to say, oh, look, make the booking, look after the car, and you know, treat it... It's a bit like dentistry, you know, if if you want to avoid getting a toothache, you go to the dentist when there's nothing wrong so that he's able to prevent the pain coming at some future stage. So we kind of like to think that if you look after your car the same way that, you know, when the car is going well, it's the time to get an expert to check it saying, are the tires OK? Is the car running OK? Because, you know, if you get your car serviced properly, it can add about 4% to your fuel. You know, you will save 4% on fuel. So, I mean, if you're doing 100 euro a week, that's four euro you're saving. So I know it takes time to pay mm-hmm. back, but, you know, that's 200 quid a year, which is broadly the price of the service. Yeah. So in, in, instead of treating it like a pure expense, it can actually be an offset against, you know, wasting fuel because your, mm-hmm. your car isn't running efficiently. Eddie, the car market has changed quite a lot in recent years with the introduction of more and more hybrids and yeah. fully electric cars. Can you service all that? Absolutely. Uh, hybrids are, are probably the more common ones that we see now uh, rather than the full electrics. But 
Yeah, I think a lot of people have the, you know, maybe the the preconception that electric vehicles have the lower running costs, but their servicing costs are probably going to be the same because the electric vehicle is far harder on brakes than 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 a combustion engine because mm-hmm. it's starting and stopping the car quickly. Um, so there's lots of I suppose the electric vehicle is a very different type of servicing compared to the combustion engine. But hybrids we see a lot of at the moment. And, uh, you know, from a battery perspective, it's making sure that the battery, you know, doesn't, uh, you know, go off, go off kilter. Um, but, you know, we're, we're happy to, to service any make and model. That, mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. That's great. Eddie, you've you've spoke about the COVID sanitation service mm-hmm. that you offer. What services exactly to best drive offer? Uh, I suppose with regard to a vehicle, we do everything bar bodywork. Um, mm-hmm. So we do full car servicing, we do brake suspension, pre-NCT check, which is free. So this is where, you know, if someone wants to go to an NCT with some peace of mind as to what, you know, what what's going to happen. Uh, the current fail rate for NCT is, is about 52%. And it, like it's 21 years on the go and still half the cars fail. Now, they fail for a variety of reasons, but we we kind of get a, an understanding from the Road Safety Authority each year as to what the top five fails are. And they're, they're simple things with regard to, you know, headlights, tires, brakes, suspension parts, all of which we can check. So we can, mm-hmm. if people are time poor, some people put their car into the NCT and say, listen, it's probably not going to pass and four things fail. They then come out and fix those four things and then say, look, I have two years free. And you don't have two years free because it's going back to that kind of dentistry thing that if you kind of say, well, if I don't look after my teeth, I will get a toothache. Well, mm-hmm. if I constantly clean them and get them checked by a dentist and occasionally need a filling, well, then I'm avoiding the long-term pain. And that's what you can do with the NCT. If you're time poor, the last thing you want is to go in and say, I'm paying 55 euro to get a test that I know I'm going to fail. Then I have to get everything fixed and then go back and pay again to get the same job done. Today, people just don't have time. And, you know, whether it's yourself or other people in business that, you know, time is time is a scarce commodity and costs money. Whether you, you know, whether you actually equate it to money is another thing. But um, it's trying to make sure you're able to get best use of your life. Do you want to be sitting in an NCT or twice? Uh, I certainly wouldn't. Yeah. But it's up to the, each consumer to actually see, well, you know, what's what's required. And, you know, certainly some of the statistics that I've seen from the Road Safety Authority that, you know, where they say that, you know, if someone gets hit by a car at 30 kilometers an hour, which is kind of like what people drive around the car park in, one in 10 people die if you get hit by a car at 30. And everyone thinks that that's slow, like really slow. Mm-hmm. If you could get hit at, at 60 kilometers, which is not terribly quick, you know, you're then into probably four people die. And that's where, you know, you then say, well, how can you check your brakes? You can't check your brakes yourself unless you're a mechanic and then that's fine. But yeah. if you're not, you cannot check brakes. And most people can't check tires because you can check the outside of the tire by looking at it. But it's the inside you can't check and it could be a bubble, it could be a tear, a nick. And we don't recommend people putting their hand inside and rubbing it because there's actually wire in the tire. Mm-hmm. And if you put your hand in and rub it across that wire, you, you could be missing a couple of fingers because it's a razor blade. So 
the real way of checking the tyres, and you can see it at the NCT centre, they check the tyres when it's up on the ramp when they're able to walk under it because then they can actually see both sides, outside and inside. And that's the way yeah. we check tyres as well because this thing of looking at a tyre and kicking it doesn't prove anything. Yeah. And how much do you charge for the pre-NCT check? We charge nothing. It's free. It's a free service? It's a free service. All you have to do is, is book in. Um, so you can either ring the local branch or you can book online. Uh, and we will then go through everything that we see as being a risk as due through the assessment of the NCT, uh, which is a very comprehensive test. So the NCT is good, but as I say, the fail rate is so high that we're trying to make sure that we give everyone the chance and the other thing for an NCT, you really need to get your car serviced before going in because the emissions is the first test that the NCT do. And if you fail your emissions, you have to do the whole test again. So mm -hmm. some of the other tests, you can get a visual check again. So, But if you fail emission, it's full test. So yeah. from that point of view, you know, getting your car serviced will mean that there's clean filters and it means that the emissions will certainly be lo a lot lower for, from regard to the, the NOx output, which is the, the nasty stuff that comes out of the back of the car. Um, so that's what we recommend. People just book in with us. We'll check everything for you. And then if you want to get your car serviced at the same time, we can do that. Uh, and we even have one of our kind of a, you know, marketing packages is a thing called first time pass, where if you get your car serviced and the headlight alignment, which is one of the failures, if you fail your test, we'll pay for the retest. So yeah. the cost of the, you know, of the retest we will pay for. So, because we'd be happy that after doing the service and, and particularly doing the alignment, if, if anything else has been identified and fixed, you shouldn't fail, but some people do, but not too many. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Mm. Next up, we're going to play Eddie's second choice of track for today. What have you got for us, Eddie? Uh, the next one I had was uh, The Script, um, which was the last band I saw before lockdown. Uh, I was in the Three Arena to see them play an, a great concert. So, uh, yeah, The Man Who Can't Be Moved was the song I picked. Great. That's coming up next. Going back to the corner where I first saw you Gonna camp in my sleeping bag, I'm not gonna move Got some words on cardboard, got your picture in my hand Saying, if you see this girl, can you tell her where I am? Some try to hand me money, but they don't understand I'm not broke, I'm just a broken-hearted man I know it makes no sense, but what else can I do? And how can I move on when I'm feeling love with you? Cause if one day you you're missing me And your heart starts to wonder Where on the surf I could be Thinking maybe you'll come back here To the place that we meet And you'll see 
I'm joined in studio today by Eddie Ran, Marketing Director at Best Drive. Could you tell us how Brexit has affected your company in terms of sourcing parts and all that? Well, I suppose Brexit, um, with the announcement or, you know, was it going to happen and not going to happen, went on for so long that I think Best Drive, like a lot of companies, had to plan for, you know, what might happen rather than maybe what did happen. And we certainly found that like the use of working capital was was enormous. We had to order lots more tires because lots of our tires come from the continent or come through the UK. Uh, lots of car parts come from the same jurisdictions. So, you know, we had to bulk buy, put stuff in storage, trying to get storage for some of it was, was a challenge. Uh, but certainly the, the overall cost to the business, um, I would say our working capital went up 40%. And that's millions, as in mm-hmm. we, we had to put extra, a number of million into extra stock because we just didn't know, was there going to be import tariffs? Was there not? Was there going to be a delay? Was there going to be containers able to come in or not come in? And I think every business, you know, that looks at the supply of, of its, you know, products or, you know, products to in order to do a service, whether it's the food industry or pharma or, you know, motoring like ourselves, that... You know, if you don't have the right product, you can't sell it. And therefore, what do you tell the customer? I'd love to have a tire for you, but unfortunately, they're in a different country and I don't know when I'm going to get it. That doesn't fly. Um, So I suppose the lack of clarity around what Brexit was going to bring. But since it has happened, um, Mm. it probably hasn't been as dramatic as an impact as we expected. I, I think that our logistics guys through our parent company are obviously highly skilled but uh, we seem to now have a reasonable amount of surety around the delivery what is costing a lot more money is the containers the shipping charges are a lot of numbers and it could be two grand for a container this month and it could be three grand next month and four grand it's a bit like they make up a number and How do you how do you price around that? How do you tell the consumer? Yeah, the tire that came in was a hundred quid, but it's now hundred and ten quid because the shipping charges added a tender to it. Like, that's 
that's where it becomes really problematic. And, you know, we're, I suppose, very compliant with all the environmental agencies. We get audited three or four times a year for tire wastage, for oil, for, for metal. And we pass everything because we make sure that everything that comes into us gets disposed properly. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure everyone does that, but we will stand over that. So we don't allow our tires to end up in fields or in back gardens. That's just you can't. If we sell a tire, we mm-hmm. then dump a tire and it goes to a, an official source. Likewise, with waste oil and things like that. So we're not some people you know, pour that down the drain. That has to go somewhere and mm-hmm. it means it has to get cleaned up somewhere. So from that point of view, you know, Brexit, if you're a compliant company, it brought a lot of red tape, but I think the the biggest impact was the, the how unsure we were of what was going to happen and and the the cost that we still haven't quite come to terms with. You know how how we're going to manage that in the long term because you know we can't sustain some of the shipping charges that are really taking place at the moment because yeah. it's it's supply and demand and there's obviously huge demand and COVID has affected people and. You know, even something like, say, the Suez Canal, like, look at things. We had two containers on that. Mm -hmm. There was 300 ships. Now, I don't know which ship it was on, but we had two containers that got stuck there. And you're kind of going, the Suez Canal is nowhere near Ireland. And we're going, there you go. We still got affected. Um, So I think Brexit, you know, the cost of it will take a long time. I think when people look at their year-end results and they're going, what happened? Did we not work harder this year and make money? And I think Brexit will be a... A kind of a hidden cost that people go, okay, mm-hmm. that took a bit of margin away. And, you know, margin is not a dirty word. Margin, like, you have to make margin in order yep. to provide a good service, no matter what industry you're in. And, you know, to make sure you're able to look after your staff and look after your customers, it just takes money to do it. And that's where I think Brexit has been has been a challenge for us all. Eddie, when it comes to expanding base drive nationwide, what plans have you? Well, I suppose there's good news there, Jim. Um, we're, we, as I said, we have 30 branches nationwide today. Um, we're looking to probably get five or six extra company-owned ones uh, in in the next two years uh, across Ireland. We we have spots that we're we're looking to find a suitable location uh, in near near a town or in a town. It doesn't have to be on the main street, but it has to be accessible for for our customers, male and female. Um, but also, we, we from the 1st of June, we're going to have our first franchise. So this is where uh, we, we are now dealing with an existing business. Got, there was a garage and it's going to be in Kilkenny. Um, and these guys have been running a very good uh, setup down there, really good. Uh, but they have decided to become, you know, I suppose, first cousins uh, and will be part of the Best Drive Empire. Uh, in Ireland, so we'll be able to share our fleets with them. We'll be able to share our purchasing with them. Uh, so there's lots of gains for them straight away because our purchasing power is huge. Like we're mm-hmm. we're the biggest, uh, and that that pulls with auto supply. It pulls with tires. It pulls with oil supply. Uh, what we can get, like we have three deliveries a day to our branches in in Leinster. Like so, if someone wants a part at twelve o'clock, they will have it that afternoon. That's in contract. So. Our suppliers mightn't be terribly happy that if they have to drive to Carlo to deliver a, a set of brake pads, but if they want the overall contract, that's what they have to do. Yeah. And our customer can then be sure that we're going to have the right part for them uh, and get them back on the road safely. So franchising, I suppose, is an opportunity for people who have a, a business already that maybe they're they're looking to uh, you know divest a little bit from, or maybe they don't have someone to inherit the business. You know, if someone has been in the business a long time and their, their kids 
aren't interested in being in, in that business, they might say, well, look, franchise is a way out that I can get someone to manage the business. They'll still own the premises, uh, but they can they can step back. And that's where I suppose, you know, if, like the as a business show, this is where your listeners, maybe it's an opportunity for them to go, well, you know, so we're looking for premises. If anyone has premises they'd like us to consider, I'm more than happy, willing to go anywhere. Um, so Or talk to franchisees. So, you know, mm-hmm. the, our details, you can, you can cl- click through the website and, and pop us an email. But that's, we're, we're delighted to talk to people about expansion. We will expand, there is no yeah. doubt. Eddie, when you talk about the franchise uh, model for your business, mm-hmm. so you have the company model and that's massively successful. Yeah. You're opening your first franchise this year. Uh, when you look at the franchise side of things, what kind of numbers would you be aiming for for franchise, say, in the next five years? What what kind of ballpark numbers would you be looking? I'm putting you on the spot now. <laughs> well, you're not, because we're a German company, we have a plan. And therefore, like all good companies, uh, we have a target of 15 franchises mm-hmm. uh, by 2026. So, yeah, it's in the next five years. But, you know, one, the first one sometimes is the hardest one to get because I think that, you know, for other people who might be interested in franchising, when they see what's been set up in Kilkenny and the way that those guys in, in Quinns are, are running their business, they're still running it. They're still the owners of their business. And that that's what makes it work is that they see what we bring to the party. But just as important, we see what they bring to the party. And... Mm-hmm. There is a respectful partnership between the two parties, and that's that's what makes it work, and that's what will make it work, and that's what we're looking for for other people to look at that, saying, "Yeah, we can be part of this." And you know, if we grow to thirty-five and we have fifteen, like if 50, 50 sites around the country is probably where we want to be mm-hmm. in the Republic of Ireland, as I say, you know, Northern Ireland, we we will look at as well. But um, certainly, the you know the fifteen franchise opportunities. That could be a master franchiser taking over five of them or whatever it might be. But we will protect the area so that, you know, if someone as, as is opening in Kilkenny, they will own that area. So we're not going to have a second one down there because they deserve to get all the business in that area. So if someone wanted to open one in Port Leash or someone wants to open one in Mullingar, then that's we don't have a site there. But we I'm sure we have customers there that we can immediately you know, direct customers. So we can drive footfall to you immediately. Mm-hmm. And we have a very big customer database. Like we contact our customers each month. And this month, like we've gone out to about just shy of 150,000 retail customers. And, you know, we we can direct people to various locations. And so spreading the love across the network is, is not a challenge for us. Yeah. We're just looking to grow the network. And happy to talk to people about it. And when you look at the franchise model, um, are you, is it predominantly people that are mechanics themselves that are coming to you? Or could you run the best drive franchise with no knowledge of fixing cars? Absolutely. I, I think you can. I think if you're a good businessman or businesswoman who mm-hmm. has uh, the capability of running anything, then what the commodity is really doesn't make a difference. Obviously, you need to have some mechanical skills in order to be able to provide the service, but mm-hmm. that can be an employee. That could be the person who's managing the branch for you. So, you know, you know from your own industry that, you know, you don't have to be, you know, a, a good chef doesn't make the best owner of a restaurant. 
Mm-hmm. You need a good chef to have a good restaurant, but does a good businessman can run a restaurant? You know what I mean? And and that's what we're trying to get across. Now, sometimes, and, and the, the, the guys that we have in, in Kilkenny certainly meet that, that they're capable of both being businessmen and they have a number of businesses, but they're also mechanically, one of them is, is a qualified mechanic. So they kind of get the best of both worlds there. But we don't see it as being a must-have that you have, you know, I'm a qualified mechanic and I'm brilliant at this, that, you know, we could help you with that because there are people who might, you know, be willing to manage your branch for you that could be existing staff with us. And likewise, we encourage our staff to to look at franchising that maybe they would take on it themselves, but they might need a cash investor to be the capital behind them. So there's different ways of, of, of getting franchising up. And, you know, what we want to do is have dots on the map and that to make sure that the, the quality of service that we feel we provide to our customers in our own company-owned outlets is the service that you will get if you go into a franchise. And it looks the same, uh, and you get the same type of service. So therefore, you know, we'd be comfortable with, with, with business managers rather than mechanics owning the business. Yeah. And what kind of uh, support services do you offer towards franchisees? Oh, so it, I'm it, thinking recruitment, yeah, I'm thinking... It's everything, Jim, it's absolutely everything. We have uh, marketing support where we will do, you know, e-zines, SMSs, pay-per-click advertising, launch plans, um, vehicle branding, the, the whole deck out of the place. We do HR uh, c- contracts uh, and whether that's for, you know, for recruitment or for termination, like and unfortunately you have both of them. Uh, we do huge amounts of training, purchasing, logistics. Uh, we, our operations guys get involved. So we literally, we treat them like a branch. Uh, we dedicate a huge amount of resources and time to them to make sure that they're comfortable with, with what we do and how we do it. And then we, we have constant reviews with them saying, are things going according to plan? Are there issues that you're having? Because everyone has issues. And you know, saying that there won't won't be problems would be would be silly. But the idea is that if there's a problem, we can fix it. And that's being honest because we we're in the business of fixing problems, mm-hmm. whether that's for a consumer with a car or for a franchise partner. Eddie, for people that are interested in finding out more about the franchise model and speaking to you about the opportunity to mm-hmm. get a franchise, how can they get in contact with you? Well, they can obviously contact our head office, uh, which is a double number, 01408 or they can email myself, eddie.ryan at bestdrive.ie. Uh, and obviously we deal with everyone in strict confidence um, for, you know, if we have to sign NDAs or anything like that, there's no issue with that. We have those ready. Uh, but we're happy to talk to people who just might want to say, look, is this something that I just want to find out a little bit more about? They mightn't be sure about progressing, but... We'll, we'll help them. We want to get the right people. So not everyone is a suitable candidate for franchising, but a lot of people are. And, you know, it might be a great opportunity for someone to, to run their own business for the first time. OK, that's all we have time for on the show today. I hope you enjoyed listening. I'd like to thank my guest, Eddie Ran from Best Drive for taking part. Margaret McHugh for helping me produce this show and Louis Fargo, our researcher. Join me next Thursday from 5pm to 6pm for more of the business hour. Our last pick of music for today by Eddie is... Michael Bublé, It's a Beautiful Day. (laughs) 
Our machines are for domestic use only. Hi, Jim McCausland here, presenter of the Business R Show on Ross FM. Just dropping by to let you know the Business R Show airs every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Ross FM 94.6. To listen in, visit rossfm.ie forward slash live or download my weekly podcast from anchor.fm forward slash the Business R Show. Text your questions and comments to 083 8599748 or info at rossfm.ie The Business R Show, supporting local and international business through local radio. Revolution Laundry, the self-service 18kg Revolution Laundry machine can wash and dry your bedding, curtains, outdoor furniture, throws, car covers or mats for as little as 10 euro. We are located all across Ireland in mainly large supermarkets and forecourts. Find your nearest Revolution Laundry machine on our website www.revolutionlaundry.ie Don't miss out on our Facebook giveaway to win a week worth of free washing. Revolution Laundry is partnered with Tesco, Circle K, Supervalue, Apple Green and independent sites. Our machines are for domestic use only.